Well, thank you for joining us again. We're on week 14 of our walk through the Bible together. You should have finished up the book of Joshua this week and gotten into the book of Judges and kind of in the meat of the Gospel of Luke as well. What I'd like to do this morning um, is just read through Psalm 116 for us. And it's such a, a blessing to have the Word of God and it's such a blessing to um, be able to study that together and to know who he is. And I think it's so fitting that this psalm goes with the end of the book of Joshua uh, because it just really depicts Joshua's attitude towards the Lord. And what I'd like to do is just read through that um, together, make a few comments as we go on the way, and then look at a couple of things from the end of the book of Joshua, from Joshua chapter 23 and chapter 24 together today. As we do that, I'd just like to pray as we get started. So I pray that you, I um, hope that you can join me in that. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for your word, and we are so grateful for the record of how you have worked for your people in the past. And I'm so grateful for the Psalms, God, and how they, they help us to respond to you, Lord. And they put into words for us, oftentimes, how we can't describe ourselves and how we feel towards you. And I'm just so grateful that, that in your kindness and goodness, Lord, you, you gave that to us in your, in your holy and inspired word. Thank you for that. I pray that wherever we're at today, God, as we take a moment to um, embark on that journey of reading your word together, that you would work in our hearts and our lives and that we would be changed. We thank you for what you've done through Christ, and it's in his name we pray. Amen. Psalm 116 says this, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me. The pangs of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous. Our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed. Even when I spoke, I am greatly afflicted. I said in my alarm, all mankind are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Boy, as you read that psalm, you just really get the picture of 
um, someone who has a great affection and you get the picture of someone who has a great affection towards someone specifically in this case the Lord himself and it's it's just a great reminder for us that we love the Lord because he first loved us as we're told in the New Testament that God loves us and that he has reached down to us and we are just so thankful that he has heard our pleas and our cries for mercy and that he has inclined his ear toward me and because of that we will call on him as long as I will live you know verse 2 in Psalm 116 there it reminds us that God doesn't just hear us because it's his duty he doesn't hear us because he thinks that it's something he should do no he has inclined his ear toward us he makes it his delight to hear from those people who love him those people who choose to serve him and even though there are hard things in our life, the snares of death that encompass me, the pangs of Sheol that lay hold against us, we suffer distress and anguish, even then we will call upon the name of the Lord. And he is gracious, and he is righteous, and he is merciful. He preserves us when we are brought low. He has saved us. Now, we look and we just say, thank you, God. You have delivered my soul. You have Turn my eyes from tears. You have turned my feet from stumbling. And because of that, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Even when I spoke, I am greatly afflicted. Then I believed. You know, our faith in Christ doesn't make those hard things in our life go away. It doesn't make us... Just pretend like everything is all right. No, the psalmist here, he's, when I spoke, I am greatly afflicted. When those words came out of my mouth, when those things um, were, were true in my life, yet, even though those things are happening, we believed that the Lord is good. And he trusted in that. And God shows himself faithful. What then shall we render to the Lord for all his benefits to me, I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. We're going to just be so thankful to God for what he has done through us in salvation by Jesus Christ's blood and sacrifice. And we should remember that each and every day, and it should cause us to be thankful. You know, as we finish up the book of Joshua... This week, I really got the impression that Joshua had this same impression um, or this same um, view of the Lord. And I think we talked last week about how um, God is a promise maker and a promise keeper. And as you read through the end of the book of Joshua, you see in the end of Joshua 21 that not one word of all the good promises that the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. He was a promise keeper. And Joshua did not live an easy life. He went through the wilderness with Moses and the people that rejected the Lord at that time, and um, he suffered in that way. It was not an easy thing to go in in faith and conquer the promised land that God had given to them, but God saw that he was faithful. And you see that again in Joshua chapter 23, all they've come to pass for you, not one of them has failed. Just what a reminder to his people 
um, that he was leading that God's word is going to come to pass. And so we get this kind of familiar passage in Joshua 24, verses 14 and 15 here. It says this, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers, whether the gods your fathers served in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Ammonites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. <clears throat> Joshua is recognizing here that even though God has shown himself faithful, there are going to be people who don't recognize that. There are going to be people who choose not to believe. And there's going to be people who choose to not love the Lord and serve him in the land of the living, as Psalm 116 tells us. You know what? Our job as a church is to go and to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ and to trust that God is going to work. And so you need to choose, you need to set your mind on the fact that you will serve the Lord. It's a choice that you have to make. It's a choice that no one can make for you. It's not a choice your parents can make. It's not a choice that your family can make or your spouse can make. It's a choice that you have to choose. And I hope that, that you, as Joshua did here, look back on the faithfulness of God and say, you know what, everything that God has said has come to pass. You know, these things have not failed. God has showed himself true. That's where the psalmist is at in 116. You know, the Lord inclined his ear. He heard my cry, and he saved me in my time of distress, and I am going to place my faith in him. That's what Joshua says. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's going to go and to do that together. You know, the book of Joshua is kind of a, a shining point in the history of Israel. Next week, we're going to get into the book of Judges, which is really a very low point in the history of Israel. We see that big swing there, but I hope that what you don't see between those two books is a God who changes. What we see between those two books are a people who, in one instance, incline their ear to the Lord and listen to him recognize his works, recognize his voice, and choose to serve him. But then we get into the book of Judges, and we see a people that do whatever they want. There is no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Is a common theme through that book. Regardless of what is going on around you, you must choose this day whom you will serve. And if you will recognize the faithfulness and the, the presence of an almighty and powerful, loving Father God, He will work for you. He will not leave you alone. He will help you each and every way. He has inclined His ear to you. And I hope because of that, you will choose to serve Him this day. That you will choose to trust Him this day. You know, as we read through... What Joshua faced and went through, we see we see that he did that, and he did that faithfully, and God honored him because of that. And so I hope that you will do the same. Thank you for joining us again today. I hope that you have a great day.